How's it going, Changemaker friends, fam, community? This is Luis Perales, CEO of Changemaker High School, coming at you with another Changemaker chat. On this Changemaker chat, we're gonna be talking about how excellence is not an act, but a habit. So let's get after it. When we talk about excellence and we talk about the ed space and the combination of these two things, we really have to go back in time to understand that excellence has shifted when it comes to the ed space. When we talk about the agrarian revolution and that agrarian time, education was really about helping individuals become literate. So excellence was being able to read. As time progressed and we entered into the industrial age in our country, this shifted. Excellence in that state was more about being a good worker and a good manager. So what it really meant was being able to follow orders and being able to understand instructions. So excellence looked very, very different in the industrial age. Now, when we start looking at the transcendence into the information age, we are really looking at excellence in a very new and unique way. Excellence in the information age was to create really good analytical thinkers and logical thinkers. And that's where we seem to be stuck. The ed space continues to think that excellence is about analytical thinking and logical thinking. We've talked about this before, but we really need to push forward. What we now find ourselves in is in the creative age, the innovative age, and excellence has to look very different. We need critical thinkers, people who are independently minded and people who can stay consistent and passionate when they target and focus their energies. Now, if we really understand this idea of maintaining consistency, we really have to understand that this is something very difficult to do. For most of us, we all know individuals who say, I'm gonna get this done, or I'm gonna do this, and never finish. That could be projects, that could be a diet, that could be just about anything, and it's no different with our young people. They get excited about something, and then slowly that excitement fades away. So in the ed space, we really have to teach consistency and focus so that young people can be their best and most creative selves. We talk all the time here about things like Heinz 57 or WD-40, that it took so many tries when folks were trying to invent these new items for our society, right? Thus the 40, thus the 57 in their title. It wasn't try number one or try two or even try 10, but actually the 40th or the 57th try that made things out to be the way we see them today. So. When we're talking about the ed space and we're talking about young people and educators as those mentors, those guides, we need to teach focus. We need to teach consistency and we need to teach young people to be consistent and focused on their passion, not just consistent and focused on finishing the task in front of them. We don't want young people to just go through the motions. We want them to be focused on the things that matter most and the things that will actually create impact. When we talk, start talking about the education as a process, we need to understand that we're not trying to create individuals who just go through the motions that we've just said. We want young people who can be critical, who can analyze, who can understand, who can problem solve, and who can step up to provide solutions to those things that they discover. Now that's a very different process than when we were talking about the industrial age or even the information age. We are now asking young people to be creative and to be innovative, and that requires consistency. Now, where does this come from? When we talk about consistency, we have to think about where our young people began their learning process. And that was with their families. So their parents or other caring individuals in their family were their first teachers. We have to honor that. 
the ed space is asking that during that time, before they enter, that the families continue through this experience of young people becoming educated in a formal sense, that the informal education continue. And so what do we expect? Well, we expect our families to teach several things. And this goes way back to ancient civilizations. They were looking for the same things when young people were presented to educational institutions and there was an ask so that that child could be educated. The students that were able to step up were those who had five unique qualities. And all of this comes back down to this idea of excellence and consistency. The first very important thing was that young people be taught self-control. Self-control, that means that, that not every experience requires a need to respond. That young people are able to control their emotions, control their thoughts, control their words, and control their actions. And that comes from home. It can be expanded upon in the ed space, but it really comes down to their first teachers, their family, to put and instill this core value. The second was speech. Families were responsible to sharing that vocabulary, enticing young people to become those individuals who could communicate in an effective manner. That is critical for a consistency that's critical for this idea of excellence. We want young people to be able to use their word to have impact. And that, again, comes from family. However that comes across, through oral tradition, through the reading of classics, or through the experience of just amazing conversation in family. This is a critical component to this consistency. The third is manners. Teaching young people to have manners, to be respectful, to understand that in certain spaces we conform to what needs to happen in that space, that we adjust, that we adjust our language register, that we adjust our attitude, and that we adjust our behavior according to the location that we're in and who's around. Manners is key when it comes to, again, consistency. Again, this comes from family. This comes from the first teachers. Again, built upon and expanded on as young people go through the ed process. But really, this stems from the family first. The fourth piece is, again, respect. Respect for self, respect for others, and respect for elders. This is critical for young people being able to accept new knowledge to confront someone, even somebody that they disagree with, and be able to get something of value, not to find confrontation or points where they're going to push back. They need to be able to respect themselves, respect others, and respect elders. And this isn't taught as much as it is seen. Young people will mimic what we as adults are doing. So again, it's our responsibility in family, in community, to show young people what respect looks like, not just demand it from them. We have to move beyond the idea that we're asking young people to only give respect if they're given that respect. No, we're asking young people to give respect, especially to those individuals that maybe aren't showing it because we are the model and we have to exemplify what we want to see in the world. Last but not least, we have to understand that there has to be a strong work ethic that young people are provided with. They have to see us work hard. Again, families, are responsible for teaching this. And young people have to respond to that. They have to be able to engage and say, I'm going to stick to what I've said I'm going to do. These five qualities is what in the ancient Greeks look like, what those in pre-Columbian Mexico and Central and South America, those ancient cultures of civilization in China and elsewhere, 
These were some of the key things that were being asked for when educators were saying they would actually take on a young people to be an apprentice, somebody who is going to learn and be able to be a knowledge keeper. So we ask that families, again, return to these roots, look at what they're doing and engage with us together to strengthen these qualities. Because if a young person has self-control, if they have a mastery of speech, if they have manners, if they respect themselves, others and elders, and if they have a strong work ethic, then nothing, nothing will step in their way or stop them from accomplishing their goals. So again, excellence, folks, is not just an act. It is, most important, a habit. And these habits have to start from home and have to extend into the ed space. Again, if you feel that this type of education is what your child needs or what somebody you love or care about or see in the community could benefit from, then please guide them to our website, www.changemakerhighschool.org forward slash intent dash to dash enroll to find out how you can set up a tour to sign up, to learn and to engage and be part of our community. This is what we're offering the Tucson community. This is what we want to offer you and we invite you to engage with us so that we can build a better Tucson. Now, if you prefer to uh, contact us via phone, please call us at 520-615-2200 and we'd love to engage with you one-on-one. -on -one. Again, we appreciate very much that you're listening to our Changemaker Chats. You can find our series of chats on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube, and on our new and developing podcast. So please find us, Changemaker High School, and please spread the word about the great work that we're doing here in Tucson. Thank you so much, folks, and have a good one. Bye-bye.